One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, aka Howard J. Dingers, and my laptop is about to die, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, let's plug you in. I've got an outlet. We can plug me in. I'll get you going. I am joined, as always, by Hanson McElvain. How how are you doing today, man? I mean, minus the fact that your laptop's about to die. I well, just, there it goes. We're gonna get that going. We're gonna try to sit, multitask this, but uh, I'm okay. I worked a morning shift at the liquor store for the first time in a very long time. Um, that sounds like it's the most interesting shift. It it is <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because like who, who come? What time do you open? Uh, eight o'clock. Sometimes it's very rare, but sometimes we'll have people waiting for us at eight o'clock. And that is sad. Um, it's Wisconsin. It's it's interesting to see the people who you know are regulars during the night shift. <laughs> it's interesting to see them also come in during the morning shift. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I I've worked I've worked there for it'll be coming up on three and a half years now. Um. So I basically know everyone. I've done the shift before. It's so much more boring because <laughs> everything is done from the night before so you don't have to do anything and there's not a lot of people so you come in. i basically just sit there and i try yeah. to do extra stuff like the stuff that no one else does because i've been there so long i know what needs to be done but good god it's just there's just nothing to do so yeah that's but that's my morning and now i'm tired already <laughs> i mean i i basically did the exact same thing i went to work actually amazingly i had stuff to do today which was like wow. <laughs> a godsend because like when I tell people or when people ask me, Hanson, what do you, what do you do for work? And I always tell them nothing. I, uh, well, no, uh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, go. just get some paper towel. There's a reason they have this carpet like this. Um, so it, it was, it, I, my boss came in, he said he had something for us to do. Somebody else, from our department gave us something to do. We got to go on two different little mini trips around campus today. Actually got to do stuff. Normally I'm just sitting in my office either doing homework, watching YouTube videos or a combination of the two. So the fact that there's actually like work to be done is kind of awesome. So I think Oh, maybe we need get an extension cord. See if it plugs in over there if you want to move some stuff around. If not, we can try to make something work. I could also move my whole station here. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's not like we're that. Yeah. The cord's long enough. This is the behind the scenes that probably I was going to say, heard, sorry for this. We probably should have <laughs> set all this up yeah. before we started going, but that's okay. This is fun. Um, Do you want to plug it in? I'm going, it, to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm trying to like get a conversation going so that we can. Uh, well, we you can wait till you plug it in. Go plug it in. Well, whatever. There's gonna be some dead air. It, we can talk. You can, I, yeah, you can edit that. This I is can, digital. But I just <laughs> just, just try to make it easier for myself. Um, the first thing that I do want to talk about is this whole 
How do I? The, the new CBA. I think that's the biggest news that we should talk about. Okay. Because I, I have some opinions on this, and I think mine might be different than yours. Maybe. You, you go ahead. Well, you explain okay. what's going on, and yeah. So, once again, I, I th- this is like a humble brag. I, I will call it a humble brag. You can literally just unplug that whole power strip. Yeah, just unplug it. It's, it's the, yeah, yep. So basically, I I have this perspective, humble brag. My dad played in the NBA for seven years. He's still very involved in the Retired Players Association. I am a, I am somewhat knowledgeable, or at least as knowledgeable as a 22-year-old college student sports analyst about professional CBAs. You're more knowledgeable than the average 22 year old sports analysis college student <laughs> super niche market definitely there so um when i originally heard about this i was seeing a couple tweets especially jj watt's tweet about <laughs> like this is the cba is so dumb he straight Absolute up was like no. i don't I, I hate this i don't well, want it to i don't understand how the owners yeah. are getting more money like they get more than 50 percent, and then what he doesn't realize is J.J. Watts made 80, 80, it was like 83.9 or $83.5 million his whole career. So the man's approaching $100 million. Oh, yeah. This CBA isn't for him. This CBA is for the 40% of the league that gets the league minimum. Okay. And that league minimum is getting increased significantly. Like, sign- I don't have the exact numbers in front mm-hmm. of me. I could find them pretty quick, I'm sure. But from what I've been hearing, it like to a whole new level. There's guys that are technically living paycheck to paycheck, although it is comfortably that that biweekly paycheck is getting increased. Okay, a lot. I don't. I don't hate that at all. The NFL makes a lot of money, you know, and these people are putting their bodies on the line, and they are the ones making. They are the ones that are basically bringing in the money. And it's the same argument that people make with college basketball. Without the athletes, the NCAA doesn't make any money. So, like, I think these lower-level guys should be making more money. Even if they're not as good, there, there, sh- there should still be – because they're playing a professional sport, they should be able to live on their money, on their salary, you know. So, I don't hate that at all. Well, and there's also the, the changes with the schedule. I like the playoff idea. I it, it, as long as they take away some of those preseason games, I kind of dig the playoff idea. So, and it sounds like they're taking a preseason game away if I'm correct, right? They're going I, down to 3. I didn't hear anything about that. Um I, I see I like NFL, I I want bullet points. Why does nobody on the internet just give me bullet points of what they're changing? Right. It, it's always like yeah, it's always like full articles. Um Here's the thing about the playoff. I, I'm i not going to be the, the guy that's going to complain about more football because I'll take it. An extra week of the playoffs, that'd be fun. Basically replacing a preseason week with a playoff week. As a it, fan, I'm okay with that. I, I've got it right here, okay. actually. So reported term, 17 regular season games, no earlier than 2021. Whoa, wait, we're going with... 17 games, not 17 weeks. Regular season games. Oh. So that'd be 18 weeks, right? Most likely. I would assume. Be- they'd have to. Uh, maybe it's 19 weeks. I was going to. It might be 19 with the two buys, which I actually am all for. Uh, yeah. It, it, I would be okay if they just rounded up to an even 20 even and throw. Mm. Th- that's, it's a lot of games to play. 
They could do that. They could yeah. do that. And if you're trying to space out football a little bit more, give it more. Because that's what the, the idea with the playoffs is. You add an extra week. Right. So it, that that's an extra week of money. Mm-hmm. So you just go up to 20 weeks. Like, that's what owners don't understand. Although the, the only more weeks, the more money, even if there's buys. The only thing about the extra playoff game is it's only extra money for four teams. Well, eight teams, whatever. But but how many teams but if now you, are going to be playoff competitive? How much more fun is that going to make the end of the regular season? But if you add, you know, if you make it a 19-week season and you add that one extra game, you make it 17, that does stretch it out. I'm not exactly sure how the ma- – at least adding that 17th yeah. week or game into it, that adds revenue for more teams. Now, odd number of, te- odd number of games, do you do a neutral site game? Because otherwise, otherwise, some teams are going to get extra home games. That's the only reason that I think about that. And if you think about that, that actually be a really good point. Because well, those neutral site games can be played in your Londons, your Mexico Mm -hmm. cities, your 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 cities that don't have teams currently. Because play play a game in St. Louis. Yes, and because what the Packers have come out as an organization and said, we don't want to go play in London. Because yes. we don't want to give up a home game. We don't want to yes. take that away from our fans. Now, if you add in the 17th, where every team is guaranteed a neutral site well, game. Well, hear me out. Even if it's not in London. I, I Yeah, and those neutral site games could mm-hmm. really be the next big evolution in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Because that could be expanding into markets that don't currently have teams. That could also do something that the Packers haven't done in a really long time. They could be playing at Miller Park. Whoa. Yeah, did you even, like... That think about it, they could play a game at Miller Park. Can they? Yeah. It's a field. Yeah, they can put a soccer field in there. Yeah, so that they they can put a football field in there. They could play one game wow. a year, even if it's a preseason game. I don't care. That'd be pre-season that'd be game. wild. Preseason game. Well, the really preseason idea, game would be tough because it's during baseball season still. Wouldn't if I'm correct. Yeah. So you it would probably have to be a neutral site. A November game or not November? I think on the. I mean, the I schedule mean, for baseball is already out. Pretty, be, it'd be pretty easy to schedule around that. If so, you but to. that's exa- that's what I'm saying. There's definitely ways to do that. I didn't even think about that. So, and when you're talking about venues for per, per potential NFL teams to play these neutral site games, baseball stadiums become a major option. So, that that's just yeah. one more thing to add on. Yeah, I I think. It's an interesting idea. Then you can also structure the bye weeks around trips to London. A lot of places in Canada that want to see some more football. Mexico City. They Mexico l- City. Yeah, Mexico City is the new frontier. As yeah. soon as the G League team was added, mm-hmm. that's how I knew professional sports was really trying and to And I mean, that Chargers, uh, you know, I mean, the Chargers Chiefs game was horrendous. The field was terrible. There was yeah. like no rushing yards. And, yeah. But that's a fixable problem. The fans there were absolutely crazy they loved it they love i think if they somehow got a football team they would absolutely love it um i yeah it, it opens a lot of doors the whole okay back to this playoff thing because yeah adding that seventh team to the playoffs why <laughs> i don't we don't need it we don't need it if we're gonna fix anything in the playoffs that is the wrong thing to fix we should fix replay system in the playoffs. We should fix yeah. overtime rules in the playoffs. We don't need to add in a team to match up where it would have been the Steelers versus the Chiefs. Wonder who's going to win that game. And it would have been the Rams versus the Packers. Wonder who's going to win that game. It's I, 
I just don't like it. It, it. It's fixing a problem that we don't have. It's looking at, okay, we have these small issues in the playoffs, so what are we going to fix? This thing that no one's complaining about. <laughs> I. It's just stupid. You didn't hear the Rams or the Steelers complaining that they missed the playoffs. They were saying, hey, our team sucked this year. We didn't deserve it. <laughs> well, and here's the way I'm looking at it. From an owner's perspective, from somebody that is trying to make money off this team, at that that extra playoff team adds more excitement at the end of that season because you're fighting for another playoff spot. Yeah. And there you could end up with a situation when your guys gets hurt week one and then you get them the last four weeks of the season, well, now with that extra playoff spot, those four weeks can be huge. Because now you're there's that one extra spot you're fighting for. So if you're but a little I, farther down, that's, like that's already it, a thing with the wild card, though. I, it, I, but it adds one more option <laughs> for it, and it gives fans like, for example, like the St. Louis Rams were never great, but they there were a couple of years where they were really close. You know what? I this is actually this thought just popped into my head. This opens up the possibility for the entirety of a single division to make the playoffs. Theoretically, yes, but I have a feeling they're going to restructure this. I don't system. know if that would mathematically be possible. Could be, I guess. Basically, they would have to be all of their non-conference opponents and they'd have to go yeah. break even but in he, divisional play. Still, I just all those arguments that you just made, they're great arguments, but they're also arguments that can just be said for the 5th and 6th. Yeah, yeah. I just it seems unnecessary. I'm not going to argue against it if it happens. I mean, it's a money thing. The whole it's thing is a money thing. It just feels like they're focusing on not something on the right that's thing. It, yes. They're focusing on something that's a non-issue when there are actual issues not only in the playoffs but in the regular season. Yeah, totally agree about that. Okay. That's that's my whole frustration. And what's this about the first seed picking who they play? That needs to be shut okay, down immediately. So that I believe is another thing that has been borrowed from foreign soccer. Terrible. Or some sort of foreign. Because who makes who makes that decision? Head coach, GM, owner, I, I captain. Th- I, I think it's a round table of your ten top people, and you, you duke it out. It's stupid. Lower seed. That's it. Je- that, I here. Okay. Why? I, I, Why I do we it, need to pick? Why? I think it's fun because no. it's like calling them out. Again, it's extremely unnecessary. <laughs> as unnecessary as it is, this is baseball's attempt to try to make the game more interesting. That That's what this is. They're trying. But it was NFL. It was part of this new playoff structure where that number one seed after their bye got yeah, to pick. And this is like this. This is a baseball thing. It started right. with baseball. I hate it. So. It's so stupid. I, I don't. I don't hate it. I think it adds an extra storyline. It makes rival rivalries to a whole new level. That's the thing. Do you pick to play your rival or do you pick to play against them? If you if you have the option, say the Packers and the Vikings both to make the playoffs, would you want the Packers to play the Vikings for a third time or would you want to pick someone else that you've only played well, once it, or haven't played yet this season? There's, there's factors. A, there's factors. It, it, it's a... It's a case-by-case basis. I don't like it. Personally, I do not want to see the Vikings in the playoffs just because of our history. Well, yeah. So, no Vikings for me. Um, But, like, I would probably choose the team that I've only played once but beaten. Because beating a team twice is not that hard. Beating a team three (laughs) times is where you really get the challenge. I just don't like it. Because if there's a really good 
five or six seed. You know, we saw with the Vikings this year, they were, they were a solid six. Yeah, seed. They yeah. obviously beat the saints and the Seahawks are a good team too. Like there, there's always at least one strong wildcard team. Say that six or seven seed is a really strong team and they win and they're going to go face that one seed. But then the one seed picks a five seed, the five seed who is just a crap team because they're dodging. They're just good. I, it just feels again, unnecessary. Just, force the matchups it's the highest seed faces the lowest seed and the two middles play each other i and it's most it's we're most fixing definitely the we're trying to thing. we're trying to fix something that isn't broken yes not once have i heard anyone complain about the nfl playoff system <laughs> yeah no i I, and I don't disagree i i have more questions about like overtime and stuff that should probably be addressed overtime too. needs to be addressed um 100 because it should just be like a 10 minute overtime it should be an extra quarter yeah i mean i'm game for 15 but i'm cool with 10 even if it's 10 it just just play it as an and then after you tie that time kickoff battle (laughs) i i am telling you position players field goals no that that would no i'm just kidding i could see the xfl doing that yes that would be wild legitimately if you play that 10 minute that extra 10 minute quarter then you go into what were your original overtime rules but you don't just automatically win on a touchdown. Yeah, that that's dumb. Even if we're okay. When when did that start becoming a thing? I it, it's always been sudden death. It's always been if you get the ball and you can kick a field goal, you win. And then they were like, okay, no, if you get a field goal, you can match it. But if you score a touchdown, you, you automatically win. win. Like you should no. always be able to match. Let them match. It's yeah. so stupid. Even if we don't get that extra quarter, even if we don't get the ten minutes. Let them At least match to, yeah, the touchdown. The, the fact that we have seen Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, all these guys not touch the field in an overtime playoff game is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just no, ridiculous. I totally agree. That that needs to get changed big time. I wish I could find – I've been looking for um, what the, the pay stuff is for the new CBA. I haven't really been able to find much. Oh, we all, we should also say that they delayed the vote. The vote was supposed to be today for the new CBA, and they delayed it. There there was talks that was going to happen though. That I mean, it doesn't really surprise me too much. It's just me. It's just because there's so many disputes. Yeah, and and I think that comes to the another issue that the the players association has the NFLPA with the team representation. I, I don't know how – because from what I understand, it's just one player is like a team representative, and they all go meet. I think so. Which, on paper, makes sense. Totally makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. However, there's a lot of issues with that considering how big of a football, how big a football team is. 55 guys. Well, 55 plus your organization. Because you know you got your coach chirping in your ear, right. you got your GM chirping in your ear. Why don't we just? Nah, I don't want to send the coaches. That's a lie. <laughs> no, no, you do not want to send the coaches. No, especially I, with the way coaches get fired now on the lower true. half of teams. I don't mind. I don't mind sending players. You spend. You send your experienced players. You send. Peop- I say you send three people. You send one person from your offense, one person Even from your defense, true. and one person from your special teams. Even if it just send your captains. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it'd be like your kicker, your quarterback, and probably a linebacker. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. So I, like, I also uh, don't. Like, I also don't necessarily mind them just sending one. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't know who our rep is for the Packers. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Aaron Rodgers. If I had to guess, it would be. Well, I depends on if it changed. It could be one of the Smith Bros. I, I could see. I think it's one of the defensive guys. 
It wouldn't surprise me if it was a lineman, a no lineman that's been there forever, like Bakhtiari or oh, Balaga. Bakhtiari or, yeah, Balaga. Devante. It could be Devante. I don't see Devante being that type of guy. I mean, that's probably a Google search away, but. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so maybe there there could be some, because right now I'm in communication theory, so I could get a little nerdy here. But, like, gr- the issues with groupthink, where you're just trying to conform to one person's ideas to keep the, the peace, to avoid dissonance, yeah. that feeling of not belonging. Yeah. So I feel like that's where th- some of these issues come in, because I know sure as hell that that happens in the NBA. 100% that happens in the NBA. Right. And there's a lot more guys involved when it comes to football. So, with that being said, I f- definitely feel like they need to restructure their ideas with this stuff. Okay. But, like, um, I don't know. I just – I feel like this is a lot to for, like, a big change. There's guys that don't know what's going on. Like, J.J. Watt, I don't think he fully understands what's going on. Either that or he just straight up hates it. Well – He's got to understand for the 40 of his teammates that are not making as much money as him, that's really going to benefit them. Because Houston is one of those teams that's very top-end heavy with a really strong receiving core, a pretty expensive quarterback, and one of the most expensive defensive tackles in the league history. So he, his, his exact tweet was, hard no on that proposed CBA. Yeah, that, that's him being greedy. I... Don't necessarily believe that because his brother is one of those lower 40 guys. Not, not, not TJ, obviously, but Derek, he's a fullback. Your fullback's never going to be a top, you know, he's never going to be a top 10 guy on the team necessarily. I mean, use check can make, you can make an argument, but like, you know, those fullbacks are always not going to get paid very much. I think Derek is getting a, and maybe JJ has talked to Derek about this a few times. I don't know. But I, it just feels to me like J.J. would also be one of those guys who isn't thinking about this selfishly because he does have money. So I found the exactly salary right. stuff, by the way. Just okay. found it. NFL.com. Um, so $100, the $100,000 increase in 2020 for rookie minimums. 100 k increase, which is pretty good. Another 50 k increase in 2021. And then a 45 k increase each year after that. So in the next three years, they're adding $190,000 onto the, the rookie minimum. Good start because a lot of those guys send money back home. They have situations. That's why they're in the NFL, especially when they're out of college early. Um, so it looks like it's stuff along that line, along those lines. Um, performance-based pay increases from 8.5 to $10 million in 2021. The scary thing to me is because this does sound good. All these yeah. pay increases sound really good. What scares me is how the owners have wanted to rush this so hard. Yeah, the it's owners like, in the league. It's like there's something they're trying they're to like, get through. Guys, this they're, is really good for you. Please, it's really good. Just trust us. Just sign. We'll get it. Okay, good. It's like good. they're hi- – well, I wonder if they're worried about strike because now that players are starting to get a little more vocal, I think that's might might be what they're worried about. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, I, I – I don't blame them for pushing this vote back because everyone's probably trying to get a better look at what's going on and what actually what this all actually entails because if these guys are like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. We figured everything out. It'll be good for both sides. Just sign it. You know, vote yes. We'll all be good. And then, you know, then they vote yes, and then they figure out the details where something there's, a, you know, the NFL's just making crap ton more money. 
then there's an issue there. So I don't, I don't know. It seems a little sketchy at that point. This one's interesting. Uh, creation new four-year player benefit up to additional $1.25 million in salary excluded from the cap for up to two players. So that, that, that's one of more of those, uh, those veteran moves. So it's a lot of things for veteran players and minimum players and rookies, which is something that I feel like has kind of been neglected in professional sports besides the NBA because baseball is not doing well with rookie stuff. They're finally increasing the pay for minor leaguers. So it looks like baseball and football are trying to are finally starting to catch up to basketball when it comes to pay. Right. So, so far, so good. They've got some new training camp hour rules, um, improvements to work condition. Apparently, it also – there's a report going out that it also reduces penalties for players who test positive for THC. Yeah, that I mean, that's something that the eliminating players are – They're the, eliminating suspensions. Yeah, and that's something that the players have been pushing for and the owners are starting to be cool with because now they realize, like, oh – Wait, if my players can do this and it's going to help them feel better and they're going to play better, they're right. going to make me more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want them to do that. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, let's see. There's a benefits increase. Pension, the pensions are increasing by 10% for each player, which is actually a pretty big deal for that bottom half, per, half of the league. Uh, 401k matching increased $30,000 on top of whatever they already have. So... A lot of this stuff, like I said before, is on the lower end. But for those guys that, that this is their main job, hopefully they never have to work again. Yeah. So good on them. I'm glad they're trying to get the, the stuff done for the more regular guys. Yeah. No. I just We just saw right now on the bottom line at ESPN, Cat broke his wrist. He's out for two weeks. Yep, I got that update too. So, I mean, it's not that heartbreaking. The, the Wolf season doing is – much closer yeah. to over than it is. It's the same with Brooklyn. Yeah. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie's like, yeah. I'm done playing. He should have been done two months ago and got the surgery then. Then he wouldn't miss any training camp. Yeah. Now, that might potentially open up a spot on Team USA. There's a little birdie that's been chirping around that ZW wants to get on and on that. Zion Williamson. Ooh, that'd be nice. And Zion actually came out in an interview with Rachel Nichols. And he said that he wished that he was picked. Same thing with Ja. Also wished that he was picked. Of so course they do. Maybe, just maybe, I think it would be smart for those guys. I think it would be smart for USA Basketball to have those I guys. I think the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, rightly so, are just worried about injury for their young well, stars. That's it's not their say. That's no, the thing. Like, but it's Team USA is like, these people are the ones that we want that are offering themselves to us. And if I'm Team USA – I'm looking at John Zion. Like, obviously, you two can play on a global, international level and be highly competitive, and you're going to kick everyone's ass. Yeah. But there's all these other older guys. Like, Melo wasn't on that list. Shouldn't be. He's old. But, like, just from a, a longevity standpoint, I feel like it would be a good move so they can get international experience at that level. Ja and Zion have plenty of opportunities coming up in the future. Ja, Some of these yes. older guys might not. I'm worried about Zion's longevity. He's going to be in playing general. in four years. I'd <laughs> rather be safe than sorry with Zion because he might only get one more Olympics after this with the way his body is. Well, he can play one. So Okay. I mean, Christian Leitner, 
I mean, I, I could I could throw the Christian Leitner argument out there all the whole time um, with the dream team. I mean, Andrew, Anthony Davis on the 2012 team. So like, there's definitely the Christian Leitner. No, player. yeah, it's it, it's a possibility, and I it, especially because they will have had a full season of professional basketball under their yeah. belts too. It's I don't know. I'm it's pretty a, sure Anthony Davis did too. He either had one mm, full season, maybe he was straight out. I think he was straight out. I maybe. believe. God, he I might mean, not Zion, have even. Zion's only no. He he had his year in Kentucky. I know he. No, had his I year in yeah no. He definitely. I'm trying to think if when is the draft for the NBA? Why can't I think of what time of the year the draft is? It's June, isn't it? Was he even drafted? Yeah, it would have been yeah, drafted. Yeah, it would have been then. drafted, and then he would have been. I yeah. I think he played before he played professionally. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Think but so. it's just that's a thing. It's just I don't know. It's not that I can see where they're upset about it. But that's it's whatever. It's not yeah. that big a deal. I mean, where if we don't win it, it'll be very disappointing. But Australia looked good. I can imagine. Doesn't Kyrie normally? No. He, yeah, Kyrie's been in the Olympic program. Yeah, he but expected he's expected to play, but he won't obviously won't play right. this summer. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> um. But yeah, that I mean, you could pull up. I could pull it up right now. The 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 list of guys that are set up for Team USA. Sure. It's we can pretty awesome. We can talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to stick in the NFL first? Yeah, we probably should. So <laughs> let's talk about Chicago. Because you brought this up before we started recording. Oh yeah. And I would like to discuss this. <laughs> so they today they cut uh Taylor Gabriel and Prince of Mucamara. They're making more cap space. They have Mitch Trubisky still on his rookie deal, but only for one more season, I think. And then they're going to have to pay him. Or at least franchise him. At least, well, yeah, they're going to have to do something, you know, Dak. <laughs> We're going to talk about Dak in a quick second, yeah. too, because I have feelings on that. Westbrook got ejected. That's amazing. Oh, no, it was really funny. We'll I talk about that later. I hate Russell Westbrook. Um, Ditto. Oh, yeah. So I guess there's rumors because of a social media post, because that's the era that we're in in sports and everything nowadays, is that Derek Carr might be shipped out to Chicago. Now, as a Packer fan, I hate this. (laughs) I don't want it to happen because I actually am a big fan of Derek Carr. I think he has a lot of potential. I think... I don't know if he's going to hit the mark where he did a few years ago when he got injured right before the playoffs because he was a legitimate MVP candidate that season. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he'll ever get back to that. But if he's ever going to. It'd probably be in Chicago. It could be in Chicago where they have. I've always said this. They have 21 great starters. They're one quarterback away. I shouldn't say that. A couple of their linemen. They They have amazing starting everywhere. Except for the quarterback position, where I think I I don't think Mitch Trubisky can be a legit starting quarterback in this NFL. I agree. Without being carried by a generational defense like we saw two and years ago, and an amazing running back is what he also exactly. needs to be successful. And they cut that running back for a rookie, which was just ridiculous. Half of yeah, that running back, yeah. They yeah. cut Jordan. Jordan Howard needs to get more love because even in Philadelphia, his limited playing time this year, he was great. Um, so, yeah, as a Packer fan, I don't want to see this happen. If I'm looking at this objectively, 
Chicago should yes, they should go get Derek Carr. That's obvious. He is an uh, he, he's a clear upgrade at the quarterback position for Mitch Trubisky. If they have the money, which it sounds like they probably do, and he's willing to go there, do it. I I say do it if you're Chicago. It's going to be better for your franchise. You're I think you will compete more closely to the Packers and the Vikings than if you had Mitch Trubisky. You know, you're just going to be a better team. So, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. But, I again, yeah. I don't want to see it happen because it's funny to watch Chicago not be I mean, good. this is the, the generation of players taking a hold of their profession. And it is very I, – I don't I, – it's different. I guess that's the best way to describe it. What is going on in professional sports right now is different. Um, oh, Mark Keith Morris just got bought out by the Pistons. That might be another LA pickup. He's yeah, he's already there. Oh, you're, he is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did that okay? Um, so having a guy like Derek Carr. Yes, Morris to the to LA to the Lakers or Clippers. Lakers. Ooh, we got a Morris on each team. That will be fun. Um. So a guy like Derek Carr going into the NFL Central, NFL like especially our division, the NFC Central, just in general, like that's scary because you're adding another a major weapon to a team that's already good. They like you said, they're a quarterback away, so that puts a quarterback in Chicago, a pretty, a pretty scary starting quarterback up in Minnesota in Teddy Bridgewater, or not Teddy Bridgewater, um, um, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Who he's a being a pretty solid pocket quarterback. He he's not. He's he crapped a, his pants against the Packers. He crapped his pants against San Francisco. He's good against bad defenses. Wait, okay. He's like he's like the sixty percent Aaron Rodgers. He's good against bad defenses. Yes, he he's, and he has, and that's the thing. He might not even be that good against bad defenses because he has. Delvin Cook, Kyle Rudolph, Stefan Diggs, He's and Adam Thielen. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. He probably is won't, end up but I'm just to, saying yeah. that's people way over exaggerate Kirk Cousins' ability because of the absolute the weapons, talent yeah. Yeah. and the offensive coordinators that he's had over the past two years. His two offensive coordinators have now been head hired as head coaches. Yeah. One yeah. of them is already fired, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Um and when you add Derek I mean, so Derek Carr just adds a different dimension to our division, oh, which yeah. makes two more weeks of the year that much more horrifying, potentially even three, depending on how good he ends up making that team if he ends up going there. I think there's also another level of motivation that you add into that, especially when you join Khalil Mack. So that combination also scares me because they're trying to prove people wrong. So that's just not a team I want to play against. Okay. I'm doing my own research into this Derek Carr stuff. And are you finding anything juicy? I think <laughs> I think he's playing everyone. I think he's teasing a bunch of different teams because that Khalil Mack post, which is just a picture of him and Khalil Mack in a Bears jersey specifically. Yes. He, yep. Khalil's in the Bears I jersey. I believe that's actually at Soldier Field too. Uh, I would guess that's – no, it could be. He's wearing the blue jersey, right? No, Max in the white jersey. Oh. Either way. So that is the middle picture of two other pictures that I'm looking at. Because the one on the right, the, the one before that, is Derek Carr looking at Raiders fans at the Chargers Stadium. 
You can clearly see the Chargers uh, lightning bolt. And then the one on the, the, the latest one. Again, n- none of these pictures have captions. They're just the pictures. Is Derek Carr at the at the off, uh, on the offensive line behind the uh, center in Indianapolis with the Colts on defense? Oh, I think he's teasing a bunch of different. Okay, teams. so here's what's happening right now. Derek Carr is a genius. I, I love it. I, I looking into this now. I love this. <laughs> so what I what I I'm, here's what I'm thinking. I still think he ends up in Chicago. No, unfortunately. Now that I see that. There's no way, because now he has options to go to a to a Chargers if they don't get Brady. The Chargers they could be a good team. Brady. They should get. I think Brady's gonna. I think Brady might replace I, him in I Vegas. Think, I think. Mm, I think that might happen. There, there's been a little birdie going around saying Stefan Diggs might end up in a Patriots uniform, and that's going to be enough to get Tom Brady to go back with him and Edelman. It's not going to be good enough for them. <laughs> not going to be good enough for them to be better than they were last year. I think so. I definitely think so. I think adding Stefan Diggs, you have Edelman on the other side that totally Edelman's only getting older. Sanu is still getting older. Yeah, Edelman's still got three more years. They still don't have a tight end. You can find one of those. The Packers got three of them. You can have one of the Packers ones. We'll trade for them. (laughs) Packers need to. Speaking of. We'll get an offensive lineman from you. Packers need to sign Hunter Henry and or Austin Hooper. There's a lot that the Packers need to do because – Sign a tight end, draft a wide receiver, and draft. I think we're good at tight end if we keep who we had. I we think have we Jimmy fine. Graham and Mercedes Lewis who were good a decade ago. I think we're still <laughs> fine. No. I mean, if you can if get we, your hands on a better tight end, go say, for it. Sign Hunter Henry and or Austin Hooper. Draft a wide receiver at 28. Or 29 we might be at. And then focus the rest of the draft on defense. And offensive line if you can get a good pickup. We can if we need to, but we need speed on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, and we we have a lot of our picks this year, if I'm correct, as opposed to past years where it I seems say like probably. We, we've been kind of spotty because the Bucks have any, been doing the same thing did too. Did we make any trades? Um, but, there, yeah, so like you said, speed on defense is going to yeah. be huge, definitely in the backfield. So, I mean – yeah. There's also reports that they're not ruling out looking at quarterbacks this and, draft. And that isn't – that's not stupid because how it's many not. more years does Aaron Rodgers have? I'd, I'd say three. Yeah. Which – Solid years. Listen, this draft is not necessarily – it's not strong with quarterbacks, and it's extremely strong with wide receivers. Yeah. And the, so I don't do take – I wouldn't mind if you pick someone up. I – I just don't think your next guy is in this draft. He, you know, you could look into someone. Exactly. If if a quarterback drops, what if one of those top like three, four quarterback drops in the first round? The only, I mean, I don't want Tua. He's not dropping, well, but I yeah, don't Tua want him. Tua won't drop. Past Obviously, 10. Burrow's going one. I wouldn't mind Jordan Love out of Utah State. I wouldn't mind Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Again, I don't think those guys will drop to us. How, also, yeah. I think we should draft a wide receiver at 29. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of those guys available. I'm pretty sure there's some Alabama guys up for grabs. Wide receivers? Yeah. Dude, this wide receiver class is ridiculous. Like if you can if you can get a wide receiver that's played in any of the college football playoff games, I think at there's 29. I'm I'm game. There's five guys in this draft class, at least five guys who have potentials to be number 1 guys in, in the NFL. They're it's which it's we might not we might not get at 29 which is fine but the guys just below that can be number twos next to Devonte yeah, which is what like, we need that's what i'm saying so you, like 
even those number two guys with the development system that the Packers have in place, look at a guy like Jake Kumaro. Like, not to toot our own horn, but the Division three wide receiver. Look at all of our good receivers we've drafted. And we've made them who they are. Yes. Jordy Nelson goes and plays in Oakland. Look what happens. Uh, Literally he was, fucking nothing. Uh, he was actually still pretty sick. He put up like three or four games that were 100 yards plus. Three, four. He was doing that a lot more frequently in Green Bay. Yeah, but it's Oakland. <laughs> it, he still had a decent quarterback. Like, yeah, but he still performed pretty decently. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at it after because everyone was like, ah, he's not doing that. I was like, ah. He was doing solid. Very solid. Like he, he was putting up regular Jordy he's numbers. The, he's the exception i think jordy was his own good receiver greg jennings is the guy that i like yeah to he was just really good in the system he went to miami first i think terrible and then he went to minnesota terrible and now he's on first or you know the the herd bashing aaron Rodgers every other week yeah which is makes him just look bad <laughs> it, yeah it's a bad look for him all the time but yeah that's i we got way off topic there but it's still football yeah still football um it's, this is just like the draft that kind of scares me a little bit for the Packers because it actually means something for the first time in a while. Goody has been so good in the draft. I can't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I can't this blame one him. matters so much. And I think he's going to nail it. Okay. I yeah. think he's going to draft a wide receiver. Your Ideally, confidence makes me more confident. I, so. The dude over the past two years, which I have been his two drafts basically, he has knocked it out of the park. And I I can't fault him for most it. Of most of the any picks that he's made, I I can't fault him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be confident in here. I think it's hard to mess up the wide receiver position in this draft. Yeah, like I keep first saying, three rounds. If we can somehow, if Chenault can somehow draft to us out of Colorado, that would be phenomenal. But uh, yeah, I, I'm extremely excited. I think, and I think I've said it multiple times. I think Tom Brady's going to Oakland. I think Derek Carr could end up. Like he's teasing there, either with the Chargers or with the Colts, those would be interesting. Cause I, I think the Colts jumped the shark trying to pay Jacoby too quickly, and now I think they're regretting that, as they probably should. I, I don't think Jacoby's bad, but I don't think he's the guy in Indianapolis. Packers have ten picks. Love that. So they've got oh. the Packers have fir- their first round pick, second round pick, third round pick, fourth round pick, fifth round pick, three sixth round picks. In two seventh round picks, and that's where you get your gems. That's, that's where, where the, that's where the Packers get their gems. Not only where you can get gems, but you can trade up to get gems as well. Yeah, you I can mean, trade two three of those sixth round picks. You can trade two of those sixes with, to get with higher the seven, up. The yeah, two sixths yeah. and a seventh gets you in the second round. With with a with a shitty player, I genuinely love that. Yeah, that, that we have ten that's, picks. That's solid Packers, classic Packers. That's like a um, dude from the Celtics GM. Is that fight tomorrow night? The, no, it's tonight. That's tonight. Yeah, doesn't it look like the? It looks like it's tonight. Everyone's there. <laughs> we are uh, talking to the Wilder about the Wilder Fury fight. No, it's on Saturday on the is it on Saturday? Well, I oh, it is Saturday. That crowd's just there for the weigh-in. Sorry. I'm wow, very, I hate boxing I'm a, for that. I'm excited <laughs> for Fury Wilder. I I'm surprised boxing still has the following it does. I am too. It's actually super entertaining because of guys like Tyson Fury, who is actually a very charismatic dude. He Just came a over big to personality. He, he came over to WWE, and he was actually pretty good in, in the ring. Was eh, but his personality showed. Oh wait, all right, time. I think it's time to switch topics because I'm glad yeah. you brought up WWE. Let's I do want it. To talk about this Monday night. I watched it. Okay. I have some issues with Randy Orton. <laughs> 
Which is the point. I have issues with all of WWE now. Like, I actually have genuine questions so when why you, that was allowed. When you watched on Monday, did they did they show the replay of what he did to Edge? Yes, to okay, I, and I, I watched the promo from the good. week before. Good. Um, for those of you that don't know what I'm, the hell I'm talking about, Randy Orton beat the lifeless body of Matt Hardy for 15 minutes. Yeah. And, and the announcers didn't even know what to say at that point. Incredibly like, uncomfortable. I don't know if it was scripted to be that long or if he really did just take it away being that long. But they went through a commercial break even. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was planned for it to go that long. Uh, but so Matt Hardy the week before or two weeks before, or he got RKO'd, messed no, up his neck. Week. It was, or the, was week the week before. before. Mm-hmm. Um, he got RKO'd, and, um, and he, it, he has pre-existing neck issues. And Randy gave him a move made famous by Edge called the can, the one the one man concerto, which is you put a chair under their head, you take a second chair, and you sandwich their head in between the chairs. Yeah. Which, so obviously, it's super gruesome. Yes, um, but no. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wrestling thing. Exactly. Definitely a WWE movie. Yeah. However, I was actually pretty disturbed after watching that that fifteen minute beatdown of mm-hmm. the Hardy's lifeless body, mm-hmm. and it actually made me want to like contact WWE and ask why, because there's kids that watch that, and I get mm-hmm. that it's a violence thing. But there's a reason why the match ends when one person can't keep going anymore. And I understand that there's heel storylines that you have to follow. And Randy Orton's turned heel, and he shouldn't be heel. He definitely, he's way better as a heel. I, I, yeah, not as a performer. As a performer, yes. Way better as a heel. For him as an individual trying to make his own brand, not so much. Um, because slithering up with the RKO, like the old days back when he wasn't as heel, because he was kind of somewhere in between for a good chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I have some serious reservations about WWE going forward because they're willing to show that on well, well that was on a uh, USA, right? Yeah, that, that was a national program. Anybody could watch that. I have issues with I'll... what that was. <laughs> OK. And him yelling, I am sorry. As he's like kicking him into the metal stairs and hitting him with a chair. Like, that's not okay to me. I apologize for how much of a smart ass I'm about to sound like. Okay. You're just going to tell me it's wrestling. They did all of that on purpose. Randy, that's Randy's style, first of all, is doing that so slowly and methodical and like making you feel uncomfortable when he does these kind of beatdowns. Because this is his third beatdown in four weeks. <laughs> He beat up Edge, and now he's beat up Hardy two weeks in a row. And this is the point of the that is that reaction right there. That's why I was smiling the entire time you were just talking. But like, I'm not gonna watch WWE now. Like, it it's drawn me away from it. That's how bad but, that was. But if you were to have watched whenever, or even if you know who Edge is or Matt Hardy, one of the two, and you saw those beatdowns, and you see that, and you go, "Oh man, Randy, that God, that sucked. That was terrible." I want to see him get beat up now. I want to see them get their their babyface heat back. I, you know, that, and that's what they're going for. I think this stuff has been really good with Randy. Also, I think there's an element to Matt Hardy's contract is up very soon, so they're beating the crap out of him on his way out. Oh, so you don't think they're gonna bring him back? No, I he. So he's gonna go to AEW. Yes, his contract is up on the first, which is very unfortunate because they have a show on the 29th. But um. 
I think there's an he, he could come back on Raw this week one more time. Um, but that'll be his last show if he does. I, I I'm I'm actually very happy that you had that reaction I, well, because it, I do it, I understand where you're coming from. As it in was like, over the top. You have to like it could have stopped five minutes or like if it was a ten minute beatdown, that's one thing. I liked it because he kept leaving and coming back because there is this element of the story right now where he's fighting within himself. Maybe not about the Matt Hardy beatdown, but the edge beatdown where every time someone asks him about it, there's this psychological, like he feels so remorseful for it and he doesn't want to beat up Matt the first time. Like he left, he was going to just leave Matt and then he went in and attacked him. There's this weird psychological part of Randy where he doesn't want to be bad, but he is. Which should be – I wish it was portrayed a little better. And I think they will. They, and, and I think that's that might also be part of my issue because be. I didn't understand that. The problem of having someone part-time like Edge is that they debuted him at Royal Rumble and they're building to a match at WrestleMania. 70 days in between those two Yeah, that, that, and that's a lot. That's a lot of shows. <laughs> that's 10, 10 episodes of Raw that they have to get through. Not including your crossover it's stuff. It's subtle storytelling – I can, I, I don't know. At no point did I think that, you know, I knew Matt's neck wasn't actually hurt like that. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, I, I never thought that Matt was in any and danger. No, I don't, I don't think so either. But, but I can see for some people who like, you know, Matt's not moving. Yeah. And yeah, you he's do the concerto it. on the stairs like that. I can, yeah. But I th- again, I think they're trying to get that reaction out of people. They want people to hate Randy Orton right now because they want Edge to get this huge, huge babyface pop when he comes back and he beats Orton at Mania. I, for, for me, I, I looked at it this way. I looked at it from a parent's perspective <laughs> because let's say your nine-year-old kid really likes WWE. You get him all the dolls and the little ring with the – yeah, we, we all wanted it as a kid. I'm sure you probably had I, it. Yeah, yeah, me and my brother, so, yeah. My nine-year-old kid, I don't want him seeing that. I'm, I'm okay with the other stuff that, because it's taking – it's, like, handled. I'm okay with a little bit of the out-of-the-ring out stuff because that's the real world in some fashion. You, right. you get in arguments and that stuff happens. They just handle it differently, and that's, like, teaching you how not to handle it. Right. But that extensive beatdown, like – I feel like it's almost like teaching psychopathic like behavior in a way, in a way like it just it seemed that excessive to me. And I understand it's WWE and it's all fake. Yeah. But it was just it was so excessive that in today's modern age, I feel like it was an I was like offended for other people. Okay. Like it doesn't bother me that much. Like it was a little aggravating, not going to lie, which it's supposed to be. Right. Like That's the goal. Yep. I just think that they they dragged it on a bit too long, which I feel like most people will agree with. I actually disagree. <laughs> well, I said most people, <laughs> most most regular people. That's fair. Um, especially a parent, like you, you can like there's pe- there are people in the stadium that look genuinely horrified. Again, which I, also get it. That's, that's part what they're of it. going for. But I actually saw. I I wish I would have like. I can actually like do screen recording on my Xbox. I wish I could have there was there was one where it was like a six year old kid being held by his dad. Yeah. And the You kid, can turn him away. Well no, the kid's like bawling his eyes out, like losing his shit and they had to leave. Like that seems like it was one of those things where like there's a line. Strangely enough, and I don't 
I don't know how exactly true this is, but it is true to a cer certain point. Weirdly enough, they do kind of go for that sometimes. Not in every... Yeah. But, like, there's so many videos of when The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, when he first debuted. Love him. There's videos of the of kids just crying in terror. Oh, yeah. I it's awesome. When Bailey on, on SmackDown finally turned heel and she destroyed her Bailey buddies, her wacky, waving, well, inflatable on Billy that's different. That, I feel like that's way different. They... Yes, this Randy beatdown, it's a beatdown. In wrestling, it's a beatdown yeah. at any point, whether it's a slow, methodical beatdown or whatever. There's the anticipation that, A, the babyface is going to fight back. B, someone's going to come out and save him. Or, beatdown's just going to keep going. And I, I kind of get what you mean, but at the same time, it's part of wrestling. It's part of wrestling, yeah. and I I don't think they're too worried about two kids crying in the. Well, I actually yeah. there there I I obviously went online and checked to see if there was okay. some there there were some responses about it that were very negative. Most of them was just angry parents, like and and that's immediately what I thought was going to happen. It was probably just going to be angry parents. And to those angry parents, I say, don't let your kid watch wrestling. Don't then. let your kid. I'm going to let my kid watch wrestling, MMA, boxing, anything yeah, that they want to watch. I will too. I don't care. Yeah, I will but, too. I but you, you learn less, like you teach lessons through stuff like that. But they, sh and he, I, maybe this is why I'm so frustrated with this kind of thing. Not at you, yeah. but with this idea. <laughs> if you're so mad at this wrestling company for showing a beatdown. <laughs> why are you letting your kid watch wrestling? Why? Don't be mad at the company. Be mad at yourself for being a bad parent. Yeah, I mean, I just I, – that's not always part of it. Like, those beatdowns, they never happen like that. I disagree. That I, well, actually – Well, to that extensive – I've seen them before, yeah. But, like, they don't happen weekly is what I'm well, saying. Well, no. And that's I, what makes it so big. I, <laughs> I, I, I realize that I have a wrestling mind. Yeah. It, and, I just yeah. also – like, in 2020, you could make an argument that's not – like, wrestling itself isn't promoting the right thing, which I don't necessarily have an issue with. Like I think like wrestling combat is sick. Like just in general, yeah. I think wrestling's really cool. But there's an argument to be made that wrestling is one of those things that's kind of promoting a violent image and it's twenty twenty and every that's the same know, thing as UFC. I know. It, it, well no, people make the same argument about that too. Yeah, and boxing. But it there's soft there's soft people, it's twenty twenty, it happens. Yeah. I'm just saying like I'm playing devil's advocate okay. here. Yeah. Um I, I don't have an issue with it. But I, I did still have a slight issue with RKO's. Which is fair. But, yeah. I and genuinely enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you did. And I've, I've got other wrestling buddies mm -hmm. that watch the show that, that are really into especially mm -hmm. Monday nights. And I'm sure they were really into it, too. Speaking but as a of, casual wrestling fan, not really that into it. Which is fair. And I do think about, I do think about the casual wrestling fans when those kind of segments happen because... That's, that's rough. Well, because... And, they're struggling with ratings right now. Yeah. Um, there's this strong prediction going around that the Wednesday night shows are going to combine, have a better uh, overall viewership number than Monday night raw, which has oh. never happened before. And it probably will right now. They're uh, right now. I think they're about a million behind, but raw sometimes falls. Those shows ha are getting hotter and hotter every week. It could happen. Friday is also big. Like just viewing in general is weird so like it it's down so yeah yeah they need to get those casual fans back and i don't maybe from that reaction 
maybe that's not the right way to do it. And in that, I think that's also where part of my issue lies because I've been groomed. That sounds weird. But like we, we've been groomed in the programs that we've been in through school and in the lives that we've been living to like to look at brands and brand awareness. Because like right now, the Astros are losing their shit. <laughs> Like, that's not how you protect your brand. They're banned in Little League Baseball in, like, four states. Yeah, Wisconsin's coming, too. There's been people saying Good. it. Um, but, like, when you're talking about brand promotion and brand expansion, you're trying to appeal to a more broad audience. Right. That's not a way to do it. Well, yeah. Like, they- it, I understand if you're, like, you're appealing to the broad audience and, like, this is what we're about. Now you see. Mm. Like, that makes sense. But that's not how it was perceived. So the argument to that is that's only one segment. Yeah. And the rest of the show, there is a lot of other stuff that appeals to multiple other people. So why is he wearing a New York jersey? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Whose jersey is that? Chris Paul is walking in. It looks like Derrick Rose's old jersey. Wasn't he 25 in New York? Yeah, he was. Why is Chris Paul wearing? I don't know. That's my dude fantasy he's gonna win me a title. Nikola Jokic yep. he's a great stat stuffer dude he was I the number never, one I'd never want him on my team he was the number one fantasy point getter last year never want him on my team I got him with the fifth pick so I'll take wow. him well is this our transition into basketball if you want to yeah yeah that because that's pretty natural <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what, what do we want to talk about for basketball well, I think first off bucks holy balls did you watch the game last night? I did not, but they were. I saw that they were up thirty points in the third quarter. Wow! And then they ended up winning by twenty. Um, this is the time of year where I will where I will start to get more into basketball. Uh, football has died down, and I'm now hungry for more sports. But it's not football's not as dead now. Ah, the listen, XFL is pretty solid. I, I so I looked back <laughs> in our last episode is literally called is the XFL. It, how good is the XFL or is the XFL really good or whatever, something like that. And I looked back at that while I was watching the second half of the DC Defenders New York Guardians game this weekend. And oh, I was the like, Guardians just got plowed. Which I was Yeah, I was thinking devastated. about that. Like, Wait, doesn't KO like the Guardians? Devastated. Oh, no, Cardinal Jones is just destroying you. He was. And Matt McGloin had a falling out with it. XFL is fun because it's football. And yeah. I know some of the names and the jerseys are cool and the rules are cool. It's just not the NFL. Oh, no, it's not. And they're not trying to be. Yeah. Which I I appreciate. That's that's what's helping them. Their social media game is very strong as well. It is. Their Twitters are great. I don't know who's running it, but they are doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, Um, definitely. I think it's probably the WWE people. It could be. Vince has buried a lot of money into this. Um, Hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, they said around $350 million he's put in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but so right now, and baseball starting, like, spring training started today. Brewers have their first spring training game tomorrow. Like, I'm super freaking excited for sports. So I mean, this it's is, not like anybody of real importance is probably going to be playing for the first couple of weeks. No, but, but still, it's just that feeling of baseball yeah, going to be starting. It's back. There was a video going around that Brewers posted of Yelich hitting a home run in batting practice, and it's the most beautiful sound, and I need baseball back. I Well, ah. Uh, Baseball is just tainted for me right now. So because of the Astros, fuck that, the Astros. I, I, we don't I care know, about the Astros. It's just it's tainted. But basketball, 
but basketball. Yeah, um, so that's what I was getting to. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting back into basketball right now. Not like I'm not into it. I just don't watch as much yeah. at the beginning of the year. But I have been following the Bucks, of course. With the last third game after – third of the games after the All-Star break. Connaughton deserved a better score in the Yelich dunk, in my opinion. Yeah. I – his dunk was better than Howard's. Yes. Yes, agreed. Howard's dunk was a tribute, and it was a throwback with the cape. And he's old. Yes, but, his, but he just caught a pass and dunked it pretty yeah, normally. There yeah. was nothing special about it. Connaughton dunked over the two last MVPs in in Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, that's just dope. Yeah. Also, Aaron Gordon got robbed for a second time. Yep. I'm strong under opinion. I still think Derek Jones Jr. is the better dunker, though. Yes, but Aaron Gordon got robbed. Yes. I think he should have won that contest again. Dwayne Wade – that have you seen that like, oh no i know all about it <sighs> so I, frustrating I, keep in mind that Dwayne wade's a marquette guy and i he I, is I and, keep, I, and I, I was a heat very fan. close contact with that it, i was a trio fan that's why jay crowder's on the heat right that's why jay crowder and jimmy butler that's why all those guys are on the heat because i lo- and i like the heat oh uh, actually i i have a strong dislike for the heat as long as tyler hero is wearing one of their jerseys i don't mind here i fucking hate it's very easy for me for some reason to separate on field and off the field stuff no uh, well no because i i've had on on the court issues with him that's fair (laughs) i i think he is a major asshole that needs to get dunked on a bunch by Giannis in the playoffs and i think it's gonna happen and i'm really excited because i know i'm never gonna be good enough to be there but Giannis is making him look bad for me also called buddy healed winning the three-point contest yes you did it, hard to go against it. Hard to go against. Like, um, in I, the I moment, wish Devin Booker would have done a little In better. the moment, I was cheering for Devin. Yeah. And, yeah. Because that was an awesome last second at him. It was awesome. And, yeah. and Nobody else deserved it more than he did. I actually really liked the Mountain Dew shot. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I, I think they should have three spots back there. Whoa, Mike Fires is getting death threats. Woo! Of course he is. That's fun. Mike Fires. I, 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 I'm on team Mike fires. I, I am on his side. He's a snitch. I don't, I'm on his side that wrecked the game, man. I, I, I've been watching footage of them cheating and it really wrecks the game. I don't mind that. He said something, but in the way that he did it, he, the sa- time, he said it after he signed with a new team after he got his contract. Actually, that's not what I have an issue with either. I, I have the issue have the, that if you think it's so bad and you're now just you're just now speaking about out about it, I, I do. Why not, not say something when you're on I, the team? I think it's a safety thing. It's because he he was winning, and yeah, now he's not yeah, on the team. Exactly. Which I, but that that's you, the you still take away his World Series when you strip him. They're not gonna strip him. I know they won't because Manfred them to. has no balls. They need to strip him, and we need a new head of baseball. Manfred is terrible. Like. Give me Roger Goodell. Like, that's where I'm at right now. You know now. what pisses me off about Manfred? What? Throughout, in the midst of what's happening with this, everyone says that they should ban some of these players or at least give them a playoff ban, take away their trophies, all this crap. Manfred called it a piece of metal. He openly, in a press conference, said that he was going to deny Pete Rose's uh, appeal oh, into the yeah. Hall of Fame. We were talking about that on uh, a knock talk, too. Like, that, that's some bullshit. Oh. Because, like, Pete Rose, yeah, he did some bad stuff. He didn't fucking cheat in the World Series. He didn't cheat. Yeah, no, he, and he nothing that he did affected the game. No. That's what the that's where this all comes down I, to. And I had to I, – I actually fought Anne-Marie on this on Hog Talk. I think, Jose, or I think Altuve should never be considered for the Hall of Fame, and he won't. Correa, out. Out. Bregman, out. Springer, Carlos out. Beltran, Beltran, out. out. He, he'd be the first one in. Out of that whole group. Yeah, well, yeah. So They're all out. 
yeah. Anyone who is guilty of cheating is out. They should be banned from the playoffs for a couple of years. Honestly, I'm so, like I, I understand there's death threats to to Mike Fires. There Which should be bad. death threats no to one all of the Astros players. Yes. Like and there is now as soon as they step into that batter's box. I do want to throw out there no one should be getting death threats. No. I don't think that that's taking it way too far. Now getting hit by a pitch that's a little different. <laughs> You can heal from that. All these memes about hit. That, like, did you see the one where the, it was like the over under is still eighty three and a half? Yep. But I'm still pounding the over. The uh, it was like Astros batters going up to the plate, and it was from the pitcher's point of view, and it was a Fallout style, like the targeting oh, system. Nice, super funny. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And they're not gonna hit him in the first inning. They're gonna hit him <laughs> in the ninth inning. Astros batters, two see, outs in the ninth inning, bases empty. <laughs> No, it was Astros bat Astros leadoff batter walking up to the plate, but seeing the uh, a pitcher warming up in the bullpen already, and it's just like nervous eyes, <laughs> which is gonna happen. It's like it's gonna happen. Well, actually, I, I like the new pitching rules that they've got. Uh, yeah, you have to pitch three batters now. Yeah, yeah, it's a three batter minimum or, unless they get injured or unless the side is retired. Okay, I was gonna say there's gotta be something about the inning. So, in like, then. if you say. The uh, relief pitcher comes in. He faces three batters. One of them gets on. You can take that pitcher out because he faced his three. You can bring someone in. And he could only face one guy. And he could just face that one guy to end the inning. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's either three. It's at least three people unless the inning is uh, or they get in. I'm game for that rule. I, I, I don't mind it. You know, it messes up our Wade Miley plan from the playoffs a few years ago, but it's whatever. It's okay. I didn't mind it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, they, this also could change the way that teams structure their bullpen. They might take yeah. one more position player now, two Which, more even. Because didn't they – did they add a position? They No, they added two more player spots on the roster. That's what it was. That's what I was – So yeah, you go to a 44-man. Add a position. What am I saying? Well, no, because yeah. they were talking about just doing a position player and just doing a pitcher. Correct. So you could only have one more of each. But, I like but they just, just had two more players. I like that. Because there are teams that will pitch. They'll, they'll have a starter that goes through six. True. Then they'll have a reliever that goes two more innings. Look at that. Boom, you're in the seventh inning. That's two more pitchers. You only use four. The Brewers two years ago were going four and then relief pitchers from there. <laughs> well, exactly. So then there's other teams that would prefer to structure it that way. Yeah. So I, I like it. Yeah, and, and I, I think know. it gives teams more opportunity to sign major league players. Lakers are waving DeMarcus Cousins. No, he'd look really good in green and cream. He's going to be good to play in like three weeks. Green and cream. Yeah, Milwaukee. He's got a three-point shot. Yeah. You put him – you can play – No, no, no. No. Listen to this. No, he made the Warriors worse. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. This is is the lineup. Although he was really good with Anthony Davis. Ah! (laughs) You're running – you're running Bledsoe or DiVincenzo at the one, yeah. Middleton at the two, Giannis at the three, DeMarcus at the four, Brooke at the five. You still have your rim protection. You know what? You still have your three. I would actually say keep Matthews at the two, Middleton at three, Giannis at four. Do not run Boogie at five. You cannot. His start, rim prote- bro- start Brooke and have Boogie come, come off, off the bench. bench. I don't think he does that. I think he would for a title. And that's what he's chasing. Oh, geez. Anyway. anyway. Oh, man. And there's a, there's a little cap space. He's <sighs> only on a three. He was on a three and a half million dollar deal in L.A. I would love that. He was on a minimum when he was in Golden State. 
Were we talking about basketball? We, we were. We got we back were, into we baseball. We got into baseball, which was that was a that was a good point. We had to make those points. Yes, we did have to make those points. So, um, but earlier anyway. we were talking about the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I don't follow this as much. Yeah. Well, in right now, so I don't know if you're familiar with the process for picking the players for the men's and women's Olympic teams. But what they do is, I believe they this one, yeah. So they start with 44 people. Yeah, okay. I know it's wild. So basically, it's everyone that we saw. Start with from, the baseball roster. Yeah. So. We, we started uh, last summer with that little tour that they did. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, Brooke Lopez, right, Chris Middleton. Right, right, right. Solid team. Obviously not what we were going to be bringing to Tokyo. This is the list of the 44 guys. I'll, I'll go through it very quickly of who is on the 44-man roster for Team USA for the men. Bam Adebayo, LaMarcus Aldridge, Harrison Barnes, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, Mike Conley Jr., Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan, Andre Drummond, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Draymond, James Harden, Montrez Harrell, Joe Harris, Tobias Harris, uh, Gordon Hayward, Dwight Howard. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Brooke Lopez, Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, JaVale McGee, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Victor Oladipo, Chris Paul, Mason Plumley, <laughs> who was <laughs> who was on the last summer's team. Okay, I don't mean to laugh, but that's a wild name that I haven't heard in a while. Uh, Marcus I Smart, love Jason Tatum, Clay Thompson, Miles Turner, Kemba Walker, Russell Westbrook, Derek White. Wait, was that Mason or Miles Plumley? Mason. Mason. The white, the 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 blonde hair one. The one that was the ones that played that the ones that played in Denver. The one that wasn't or that was good at Duke, <laughs> but wasn't as good in the pros. But his no, own. he was the other way around. No. Miles was the one that was better at Duke and not as no, good in the pros. No, Miles was really good for us. He is fine. He played really good for he us was fine. in his role, obviously. But um, I guess Mason got better. So I look at this way. list and I'm like, who could John Zion go over? Uh Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes should not be on this list. And Mason Plumley. That's pretty easy. I actually disagree. Mason Plumley is really good for playing against international big men. I guess. But he will not be on the Olympic team. I was going to so, say he wasn't going to make the – yeah. But he's going to be there for all of training camp, and he's really good to practice against. That's fair. He's at the same skill level, you said, if not a little higher. Again, you went through 44 names, so I don't think yeah. I could name another um, one on there. So, But like I like Mike Conley, I think Jaws better than Mike Conley. Yes. Ja, in they, theory, was so traded does, for Mike Conley. So does Memphis. <laughs> um, yeah, and they chose Ja. But that was more of a future-proofing thing. Um, it turned out to be a now-proofing. Yeah, so Kevin Durant won't be playing. No. Kyrie Irving will not be playing. Nope. Um, I, DeMar DeRozan. Draymond? I, Draymond's on this list. Yep. I, I still think he should because, once, once again, should. another if one of those healthy. guys really good against international players. His style of play is ideal for a team. He, he's Sorry. a team's player. Yeah. What's up with Dwayne Wade? Why is this? Because he's all over the front page of ESPN. He's all over this. Right? His, his kid's transgender. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Good for his kid. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for, good for him for being so open about yes. it. Yes. But again, what's up with Dwayne Wade? Because all I'm seeing are things like. He, he's not playing anymore and he's getting all the his money. His greatest can. moments with the Heat. Heat will forever be Wade country. And yeah. Now he just got a big commercial. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Money. Just be, It's a money this, thing. It, he, is this big boom because of the kid? No, no. The kid was like the last couple of weeks. The, the Dwayne Wade stuff has been going on all season. 
I, it's because his shoes are still taking off, especially overseas, and that's actually helping You're ESPN. Last year, guys, but, come on. But listen, I, Dwayne listen, Wade's I'm got a huge overseas presence, and this stuff is really helping out ESPN with their overseas overseas presence. Actually, ESPN UK keeps popping up I on my YouTube channel. Using ESPN. So, um, but back back to this list, Chris Paul, I also don't think should be on this list. I agree. Um, I I would I would still pick a guy like Derek White over Chris Paul. Personally, because when you're talking about playing, I don't know how many games. I think it's like five games in seven days. At at that level of intensity, is pretty nuts. Well, that's why. I mean, and this is going towards your argument from earlier. It's why people like John. Maybe that's why John Zion. Maybe Josh specifically. Yes, like Zion, Zion. I'd question. Josh specifically is perfect for an Olympic team, and maybe with Kyrie being out, that's that's forty three men. Kevin Durant being out, that's 42 men. Just saying, that's a garden of forward. There's garden of forward there looking for a spot on the team. They've expressed interest. Exactly. I, I don't see why that shouldn't be a, an option. <laughs> um, but um, I, I got a question for you. Sure. After all these moves, we saw another Morris brother go to an L.A. team. Who do you got in your finals, Eastern Western Conference finals? Lakers, Bucks. Who you got in your Western Conference? You think it's going to be Lakers oh, Clippers? Uh, um, no. I think it's going to be Lakers and, and Denver. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, always, I, I hope it's the Lakers in Utah. I hate it because I always forget about Denver, but Denver has been they're good. Man. They're good. And they've been good for two years now. This isn't just they were good last year and now they're going to be somewhat decent this year. They were good two years ago. They were really good last year and now they're really good again this year. Jokic is just an animal. And I question his sustain, his sustainability over the course of a playoff series. I don't know if he's consistent enough. I disagree with that. I think he actually played really solidly last year. I don't remember what series. Well, I, I I see you see him consi- He's not consistent over the course of a season. True. And that makes me nervous every time going into a playoff. Um. But you had a good point. I I would say Lakers Denver. And I, I agree with you. I do also want it to be Utah instead of Denver. Yeah, Utah deserves it. They look good. I do you like want to Utah. talk about a cohesive unit? Don't they have Conley? Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's a team Conley, player, Mitchell, too. Mitchell, Gobert. Again, on my fantasy team uh, is Gobert. Joe Ingles. Ingles. Uh, is it Ingles? Is it Ingles? Ingles. It is Ingles. But I'm telling you, man, Michael Porter Jr. out in Denver. <sighs> we yeah. knew he was going to be good. But, oh, but boy. Damn. Yeah, no, I'm glad like, you said Denver because, yes, I've, I've oh always been high on man. Denver. I just forget about them. <laughs> Woo. Um, um, but this is also one of the first times that the Lakers, as good as they are, and they're old school basketball. That's what the Lakers are right yeah. now. Like the Magic Johnson style point guard, mm-hmm. <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> with other point guards on the team. Yeah. With a giant big guy, mm-hmm. Kareem. Like this is this looks like something we've seen before. Oh, yeah. Um. If I'm the Lakers and I have to go up against either a Grizzlies team with a really scary good point guard, not a lot of guys on that Lakers team that can guard a guy like John. Who, who do you think would would guard, guard John? Moran? I mean, I can think of three off the top who, of my head: you, Rondo, Draymond, er, Draymond, Rondo, Green, and Rondo cannot keep up with him. I was actually just watching video on it this morning. Green, Danny Green, and Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. I Avery think Bradley. I think Avery That's Bradley is Avery your Bradley. only option. Which is I don't only think option. Danny Green could keep up either. 
Even though Danny Green is quick on defense, <sighs> I understand very that. Good on defense, but he's a lot better on the two guard. Agreed. And, I'm just, even Bradley's all you need. You can start Avery for that series. Yeah, yeah. And plus, listen, Jaw's great, and he's going to be a Jaren great Jackson player. Jaron Jackson Jr. That's a that's a good team. Man. They're a good team, but they're not going to beat the Lakers in seven games. Well, and there's also you never they could get that seven spot. They could, and, and they could end up playing a Clippers team that they can beat the Clippers. Yeah, that I, is not a cohesive to, unit no. two thirds of the way through the season, which they should be by now. There were rumors that Paul George wanted out already. Uh, there's a good chance he won't be there next year. Exactly. So if I'm looking at that, because the Clippers are playing better when Kawhi and Paul George aren't playing with each other, which I don't want to see as a GM. Like that scares the hell out of me. Now I think that's why we're such big. We're so invested into the Bucks emotionally because of how well they're constructed, how well it's run. The coaching staff, like. Everyone, everyone outside of Wisconsin is like, oh, Giannis is going to be in L.A. Like, he's, he's going to go somewhere else. I'm not nervous anymore. I was nervous I've at one point. I've never been nervous. Af- even after he just said that, I don't care if it's in Milwaukee, L.A., I want to play with all my brothers. We've already got one of them. We got the hardest one to sign out of all of them. Three out of the five brothers already live in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Well, only <laughs> four five, of them. Oh, there's four. Yeah, there's four of them that play. There Three. is five. There's only four that play. Three out of so well, Thanasis the, the is already youngest, the youngest. Yeah, Alex plays at Dominican. Correct. Yes. Lives in Milwaukee with yes. them. So yes. that's what I meant. So Thanasis yep. plays for the Bucks. Correct. Solid bench player. He he should get more minutes than mm-hmm. Budenholzer gives him. It's Kostas who's at the Lakers. Yes, Kostas right? is on the Lakers. And Alex is he, he's an old friend. I used to play against him a lot in high school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um and then, yeah, Kostis is with the Lakers, mm-hmm. looking really good. He's got some – G League, the G League put up a, a little mixtape of the South Bay stuff. Oh, boy. Nice. He looks solid. He's getting a lot bigger. Um, but Alex, I think Alex could be the best one out of all of them, including Giannis. And Giannis is, is horrifying. Giannis has said that too, which is yeah. terrifying. Like th- this is – we're hearing stuff that we heard about LaMelo Ball because LaMelo Ball is better is going to be better than Lonzo. We'll see. I, I already think he is, which we'll is an argument. Again, he's got to prove it in the NBA. I get that. He, I get, he played in the third best league in the world. We've had, we've had this yeah. conversation, and I do get that. He needs to prove it in the NBA. If I was the if I was a league, um, like a manager of the draft. He's still first or second pick. Like, I'm not drafting him first or second. Well, I'm still taking James Memphis, Wise, yeah. James Wiseman? Yeah. Wait, the, it's team need. If Golden State does get that first pick, it's James Wiseman. They're not getting a guard. Right. That wouldn't make exactly. sense. Or they trade down and have some. They trade with God, somebody for Golden us. State got the first pick. That's uh, just a wild. Draymond thing should be hurt for the rest of the season. That's a I wild don't, thing to think about. I don't understand why Draymond's not hurt right now. What dark timeline did we? Actually, it's a bright timeline. Actually, Juan Toscano Anderson, former Marquette player, didn't even. He wasn't even like. I think he averaged like eight points in in college. Yeah. Like he was not good, and he. Didn't even have any options to play overseas, like, after college. That's how bad he was. Yikes. Then he used his Mexican heritage, Toscano, which he didn't. He only went by Juan Anderson at the time. He's only been to Mexico once before he went and played in the Mexican League. Goes down there, plays there three years, wins the MVP his third year. South Bay, or, um, Santa Cruz Warriors pick him up, G League, the, the Warriors affiliate. First season, pretty solid. Second season, he's averaging, like, 18 and a half points. Boom, bang, Juan Toscano-Anderson gets signed for the rest of the season this year for the Warriors. Wow. Yeah, so he's Draymond's backup. 
and he's playing well too. He he's like twenty eight, but like the fact that you know all that was awesome. Well, he's a Marquette guy, yeah. So exactly. I, I follow on to that. But th- he should be starting. Like he was part of the Russell Westbrook getting ejected last night. He like agged him on. It was awesome. Him and Jordan Poole. So both I those rookie Jordan. guys like really getting into it. The, bu- the, the it's going to be the Bucks and the Raptors, and I'm glad that that graphic literally just popped yeah. up because I was going to say yeah, and, and Wiseman's James about Wiseman, to come up too. Yeah. It, you because you asked me, I think if I had to pick Lakers Nuggets, and I'd pick Bucks Raptors with the Bucks getting their. Who revenge. has the best chance in the West to beat the Lakers? Ooh, in a seven game series, the Clippers. Because there is that weird chance that they can get there, they can click in the playoffs. Kawhi can just do Kawhi things. Playoff P can be playoff P, and I there it could just happen. Lou we, Williams. We've seen Paul George play with another superstar in Oklahoma City, and it didn't work. That's <laughs> because that superstar is the most overrated now, here, superstar. Let me add something to that. We are now seeing Paul George play in L.A. with another superstar of a higher caliber that plays the exact same position as him. I was, they're, they're twins. I th- and I, I think that's an issue. It's very much an issue. That's why I put the Clippers third on my per- power rankings. Yeah. Because I knew that the Lakers were going to be. I Paul George should not be in L.A. But. I think that needs I to agree. be said. However, I think that Kawhi playing his best basketball. And come towards playoff time, if they build some chemistry and they actually figure something out, trying to beat those two, even it's gonna with be Le- scary. it's yeah. going to be scary. Even with LeBron and AD, that'll, I think that's the best matchup. But in two months, is that going to be an option? Do, do you think they're actually going to have that chemistry? I'll be honest. I haven't went, watched many Clipper games. Well, you're not missing anything because they don't have exactly. it. And it, this is going to be a team that's led by Pat, Bever- Pat Beverly and Lou Williams, exactly. which it shouldn't be, but it is. And you have a guy, an undersized center in Montrez Harrell, which is kind of worrisome Their for me. Their center's also out right now, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Rashard Holmes, mm-hmm. who's playing really well. Like mm-hmm. he, He's a Kings guy. He's always Trust been a me, Kings guy. Trust me, I'm trying guy. to get him in fantasy, but we don't have injury spots. So <laughs> it, Yeah, so it, he's really making a name for himself mm-hmm. now. But I just – that roster construction doesn't make sense to me. No, and again, I – I it would have to take some serious coaching and some serious work off the court to get good as a team. Yeah. And because they're all talented, it's a very talented roster. It just doesn't fit well together. Extremely, yeah. And I think, like I said, in a seven-game series, there's a chance they could win four. And, here, and I think they have the best chance. There, there's a core issue with the Clippers, too, because you look at a guy like Kawhi and you look at a guy like Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. Tell me that those two are not on the opposite ends of the enthusiasm spectrum. Sorry, I just went out of fantasy to check the waivers, and Kyrie was out there. And I at first oh, I was yeah. like, "What?" And, and then, then I, you're like, "Exactly." Yeah. Season. <laughs> but like, um, you know I, what? Like yeah. the attitude difference between Kawhi and Pat Bev and Lou Williams is so drastic that like, I feel like that would almost conflict. I mean, it has, and it, it has yeah. exactly. So I don't understand why they thought that was a good idea in the first place. I. Because, I mean, when you think about it, it's Kawhi, Pat Bev, and Lou Williams, where they're three, they're three similar players, where they they play defense very well. At least Pat Bev and, and uh, Kawhi Leonard does, and then they all score very well as well. You know, more more so Lou and Kawhi. In theory, it should work, and I don't know what the off the court 
issues are because it just isn't working. I, is it Kawhi's camp that we've had issues with in San Antonio? I don't like, I, is I, it Kawhi's to himself attitude? Because he is very to himself and to his family. It shouldn't be. Because right, it shouldn't be. And, but, but is it? Logically, it shouldn't be. Because he went to Toronto, not willingly. He yeah. got traded to Toronto, yeah. was openly, you know, not happy there and in San Antonio. He was openly he openly said uh, he, he didn't want to stay. He was much happier in Toronto than he was in yes, San Antonio. Yes, but he still obviously didn't want to be there. He was really close to staying though. You you could tell there was a part of him that was really truly thinking about it. But even the, so like now he's on a team that he chose to go to. And I now I think there's part of him that wants to go back to Toronto seeing how well they're playing. What does that say about him that they're playing this well though? I think the reason that they're playing this well is partially because of him. Because of, yeah, I, yeah I like he, he's the one that brought that. them to that level. He's I'm the reason why they, they're that good. I'm salty that they beat us. I'm, I'm still scared about playing them in the Eastern Conference Finals. If he would have missed that, happen. and again, I'm not, I'm trying not to be salty. If he would have missed that Game Seven shot against Philadelphia, we would have, we'd be champions right now. Yeah, we would have beat Philadelphia. We would have beat the Golden State Warriors. We would have been fine. Uh, well, there's still I'm still never a fan of playing the 76ers because they always seem to play well against us. <laughs> this year, I don't mind. Yeah, well, mind <laughs> it, as long as we don't play them in Philly. Did you see Embiid? Yeah, but Christmas. Did you watch a game on Christmas? Yes. I again, they're just not. I, I just don't. Why don't want to play them in Philly? Playoff time. I don't. I I'm not scared of them playoff time. Okay. Playoff time. I, I like, once again, your confidence <laughs> gives me more confidence. I, Embiid. I think that. Today, I don't know if it was today. Oh, he's one of the best players in the world. He said he's the best player in well, the world. Okay, I'm going to defend him a little bit. Though. He's not even the best. No, he's not. But in his head, I think it's okay if he thinks that. No. Because at least if that's a goal he's trying to openly reach. He, sh- he should say, I want to be the best in the world. Let's just say he has broken English. Okay. When you're not even the top. We got to look at this real quick. Okay, mock draft. Anthony Edwards to Cleveland. James Wiseman to Golden State. Wow. Oroko to to Atlanta, but <laughs> Lamelo Ball to New York. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, this needs to happen because either a oh boy, there's a successful ball player, pun intended, in New York, and oh, New York geez. gets good again, or it goes horribly wrong and it's in New York. Duh. Both are great options. That would genuinely be the best case. Could you scenario. imagine if Lavar Ball is the reason why the Knicks go under? <laughs> oh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> oh, please. Well, let, let me be the one to tell you that that's not going to happen because I'm going I'm <sighs> telling you, the NBA is going to rig it so the Knicks get the first or second pick. So that they get Wiseman? Yeah, it's going to happen. So and, would and Wi- I don't I don't I don't even know if Wiseman would he not be selected by Cleveland? Here's the thing. No. Uh-uh. How come? I don't think Cleveland needs – Anthony Edwards is like a 3-4. They have guards. What is – oh, yeah, Anthony – They have I Tristan guess. Thompson still for two more years. <laughs> well, you say – but they don't have money to they, – they can't trade him. Yeah, they can't true. buy him out. They don't, Cleveland doesn't have money to buy guys out. Yeah, you're right. So they're kind of stuck with him, and if they're going to have him, might as well play him. Yeah. $28 million is a lot for a guy. Yeah, you're right. So if you're going to have him, play him. I even if the Knicks get the second or third pick, I bet you they still take Lamelo Ball because all of those guys that were in front if of Wiseman's Lamelo Ball, not there, yeah. They, I still don't think they take Wiseman. They have Mitchell Robinson. They have arguably the best up and coming big man in all of basketball. And Dennis Smith Jr. 
a good two guard. We've seen him try to play the one. It has not gone well. I just is as undersized as he is with RJ Barrett at the three. Lamella Ball looks like a really good fit in New York. I hope. I hope with like all for Lamella Ball's sake, for New York Knicks' sake, like and for New York Knicks haters' sake. Yeah, because they can just shit on Lamelo Ball all day. Even if he's playing good, they can still shit. This is gonna he's be gonna perfect well. for the yeah. NBA. He's gonna play well. Oh, like, I, 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 I don't see him playing bad. Because here's the I way can. I look at it. Did you? I, I actually followed him really closely for the Illawarra Hawks. I've been told because I mean by you and my brother who is also my brother follows high school and like overseas kind of basketball yeah. more than he follows college and NBA. It's really fascinating. Well, it, it's because that stuff is more interesting in a way. Which doesn't but, make any and sense. there's still a common not he still ha- I'm sure has very good knowledge of yes. college and NBA basketball. Yeah. But you just you draw more of an interest to that because of how niche it is almost. Yeah, that could I be. think that's part of the it's like for me that's how it is at least. So that's that's why I like watching Euroleague basketball. Which yeah, that's, that's Which fair. it's also just really just, good basketball. I really I Okay, LaMelo Ball, I know I've said this before. Mm-hmm. He played in the third best league in the world. Oh. Why didn't he make it in college? Why? It was his didn't el- he get, like, kicked off the team? No, no, no. That was his brother. His brother got kicked off for stealing shit while they're out in China. LaMelo Ball wasn't even eligible because he played professionally already. Isn't that Melo? No, that's Jello. Jello. Yeah, Thank you. Jello's a Melo brother. Thank he you. sucks. Yes, he does. He, he, he deserves a chance in a G League team. I think he's good enough for that. But the ball and the the stealing, and that's just not a good look for him. I don't just think it's going to happen. Lamelo, I mean, he was stealing stuff at UCLA. Just imagine him living in New York. Well, no, that's not <laughs> La, no Lamelo. Lamelo, not Jello. Lamelo Ball, I, different brother. The Ball family. Lamelo, no, okay. Lamelo Ball is a totally different person. He what? Act, no, no, Lamelo is different than the other brothers. He really is. He he had a different attitude growing up. He was actually he had more of an attitude growing up. And now he's the quietest out of the three of them, which is really weird. Um, but he's a six seven point guard within the gym range. He's a bit slower than Trey Young, but he's like Trey Young with seven inches taller. He's gonna fit in the N- NBA because that's, he's a big guard that can shoot and got, play defense. He, that's his play style too. Is just and he passes like I, there's really he doesn't have a weakness right now except maybe dude, some physical strength. I'm sorry, but you are talking this dude up way too much. The, like he's gonna be young and raw. That's the thing. He's gonna come in. He's gonna average 15 points his first year. I can't wait for him to be drafted second overall to the Knicks, and the Knicks still just are terrible for five years. They, they it won't be five years. It might be two it or will three be five years. years. I you're looking at a pretty good roster when you add a guy like Lamelo Ball. <laughs> Listen, Mitchell Robinson is good. With wh- one more year of experience for that core. Even like Herzonia, who's out there, is not playing bad. Mitchell Robinson is good. But the last time a center led their team to a finals was he, But he was won't Dwight. lead the team. I'm, That's not him. He'd be right. the third guy on that. Fourth guy, maybe, even. R.J. Barrett is not panning out. He still can. There's How long did it take for Buddy Heald to find his place in the league? How long did he's it take, been on the Kings? <laughs> but, but how long did it take for him to find a Ross, like a good rotation spot? It took like four seasons. And you want to talk about like D'Angelo Russell? He was fine. I. It, it took him four years to find a, a spot. That in was the, the league. That's the Lakers' fault, not his. That's the I Lakers' mean, fault. That, you could make the same argument for the Knicks. They're about to change some stuff up big time in the front they, office. They better. 
So, but still, who else? I mean, Melo could be a bust. We don't know. Um, I, Melo's already got some really good players. I'm just—he's not going to be a bust. It's a very young and unproven team, and this is Melo, who didn't play in college. He's playing overseas, and yes, it's the third fact, best league. I, in the- I would rather have him play overseas and play in college because he was playing against grown ass men, and I, the stuff that he was doing against grown ass men. Yes, it's not NBA players. Yes, it's not the top college prospects. But these guys, he was playing with Aaron Brooks. You remember Aaron Brooks? I also don't. Yes, I do remember Aaron Brooks. He was playing against Andrew Bogut. I also just don't think free agents are going to want to go there. No one's going to. They're not going to. Because not only is Brooklyn going to get better next season. Okay. And they're going to be a good team. Milwaukee's still a a place that people want to go to. Philadelphia, Miami. There's all these teams specifically just in the East. That team guys would rather go to? Yeah. there's this issue. There's that, a stigma the, around well, the Knicks okay, well, now. It's just not. There's an issue you're forgetting about. There's this little thing called salary cap. And there's only five teams in the league this summer that can afford to sign somebody that can afford to sign somebody over twenty million dollars. Okay. But how many players are actually going to be out there to sign? Correct. And I'm glad you bring that up too. Because first round draft picks are getting mighty expensive. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Zion's making like eleven and a half million dollars this year. That's half Fair. of your free agent budget right there. Just realized we didn't bring up Dak. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Dak should sit out. Dak should take a smaller contract if he oh, really no, wants. No, to, he definitely should take a smaller contract. If he wants to be contract. the face of the franchise, he should yeah, take a smaller I, contract. Yes, totally. I think yeah, they shouldn't. We got that taken him, care of. But they shouldn't give him. Big no, money. he doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve big I money. I just wanted to discuss yes, that. Yes, we're good. We got that out of the way. <laughs> Zeke is the much better player. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not even a choice. No. Um, the way that the Knicks are being run right now is obviously just blasphemous. And it should not be run like that. And no NBA and program should be run like that. And it's, it's the Knicks. It's been run like that since Melo got traded there. Yeah. And Kristaps should never have been there. Nope. I feel awful for him being there. He yep. did a lot for that city. He did. Uh, I I can't believe that they booed him when they drafted him. People knew he was going to be good coming out. <laughs> That's that, so Knicks like, booing. So, it's just listen. The franchise, the franchise has been terrible. It really yeah, has. Yeah, and I don't see it getting better just because of a ball. No, and I don't either. I, but just, I I think it's it's a step in the right direction. He he fits the play style well with those guys that they have. It's a run and gun. You cannot tell me that a ball brother does not want to run a run and gun offense. They're the ones throwing 158 points up in a high school game. <sighs> That's high school. But no, but it's like the it's the, the play style. It's the run and gun. Even when he was in the Illawarra, Illawarra Hawks, try it, try try to score over 50 points on a nightly basis in the NBA. I'm not saying that That's, he's. I'm not saying he's going to. But it, it's, he's gonna want to. He's gonna want to. Yes. But he's going to – he already – actually, no, I don't think he, he wants – he's going to try to do the very best that he can. There is a level of maturity that I saw in him in the, li- the last – no, 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 for him, for him. The, I, I know. And I, I keep an eye on Ball and the Family. That's their Facebook show. <laughs> I, I know this sounds ridiculous. It sounds terrible. I know. It sounds awful, but hear uh, me out. He, you have to remember he is not his father. Right? No, but Lonzo and wasn't either. You're right, and Lonzo got fucked over by his family. Yes, that's why Lonzo's distance is distant now. Yes, Lamelo's the same way. He had an option to play in the G League and live with his family and yeah, play for true. South Bay, 
and he did. I do commend him for going across these. And his dad did not go with him. Thank God. That was his. He asked his dad not to go. That says something. There's a level of maturity that we saw in him last season. His on-court presence, it looked like he's been playing professionally for ten years. Like and that, I which might you might be shocked to hear. But uh, that's it, not the shock. I the shocking part is that we've spent so much time talking I, I know. about this. Thing. I know. Well, I I feel like I need to defend this kid because he gets a lot of flack for stuff he hasn't done. And the, all yeah. this stuff out in Lithuania. Again, it's his family. Yeah, it, it's not him. No. Out in Lithuania, his dad was getting too deep into the system. Should not have ever been that deep in. Did not happen in Australia. Minus his injury, he looked really good. He had a couple triple doubles, which just doesn't happen out there with that age group. Right. So at least at that age in that league, he was kicking ass. Like, if he would have been healthy, they were saying he would have been top four in MVP votes. So if that doesn't say something, I don't know what does. Bold prediction. The Knicks will make the playoffs. Next season? Once in, in the, the next, next five years. years. I say three years. They will only – I'm saying they will only make it once in the next five years. I say they make it twice in the next That's being five. I'd say in twice in five, once in three. And here, here's the way I look at it. That's still not good. Well, keep in mind the Eastern Conference is not amazing. Even exactly. Even if the got good, That's so why. it would not be impossible for them to get in. Now, with that, <laughs> with that said, I would put my money on Mitchell Robinson if we're going by like 2K rating. Mitchell Robinson's going to be a, a, a low 90s player in two years. I could see that. Again. R.J. Barrett is going to be a low 90s player in two years. And that's years. why I don't think Denver – yes, you have a star player in Jokic. But he's not – I we, I think Murray's a top 25 player. But the league isn't run by centers anymore. No, it's not. But that's why he had that skill set is what puts him above. For Jokic? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, what that's I, why like, he's still around. That's why Mitchell Robinson, yeah, it's impressive. But we saw the ro- the Rockets just shoved oh, oh, away. Oh, I top- totally know what you mean. The Rockets just shoved away a top five center like it yeah. was nothing. Th- that's also that's different. That that they play small ball. They're analytically based. They're also a shit team. <laughs> the, yeah, my thing with Mitchell Robinson is there's some questions about Jokic on the defensive end. There shouldn't be. There I feel shouldn't like he's be, but there, there there is. Yeah. As soon as Mitchell Robinson can guard a perimeter ball handler, Mitchell Robinson is. He had more blocks last season than he had missed shots. Which is the most ridiculous stat I've ever heard in my life. It's incredible, and I love it. Um, And, and I think that's why he still bodes well for basketball. Yeah. And the way that he can protect the rim. The, the Brooklyn-New York City matchup between him and Jared Allen is going to be amazing to watch for the next decade. I mean, Brooklyn's going to be better than them for the next decade. Not the next decade, as long as Kyrie and KD are there. For the first five years of this decade, potentially. Easily. (laughs) If Kevin Durant comes back like he's supposed to. Because remember, yes, he looks good right now in these these shooting clips. But we saw what happened. We saw what Kobe looked like after an Achilles injury. Yes, he was a little older. But we've seen other guys come back from Achilles injuries. Derrick Rose. That's true. It's Achilles. But like. Achilles injuries slow. Yeah, Derrick Rose is just now kind of getting back to what he was. He's never going to be what he was. No, but he's at least he's getting back up to speed. Unfortunately, that's happening in Detroit too. He should have been traded. Um, yeah, I, I we spent way too many, way too much time on the Knicks. But 
I mean, I'm glad that someone's talking about them I, because yeah. they, they need help. <laughs> James Dolan, leave. Uh, G- give it up. Give it a rest. Not worth it anymore. I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to touch on? I, besides Astros, are just pieces of shit. We don't need to talk about that. Either. And that, that was it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm glad we covered that. Yeah. I think we talked about everything that I wanted. Oh, wait. There's actually one thing I want to talk about sure. with the Astros. I know this is stupid. It's but okay. I, I was thinking we, we have to. Well, no, this is a little more fun. Okay. So the players can't get punished directly. <sighs> Yeah. So I was thinking I'm, I might talk about this next week on Hawk Talk because I'm hosting on Thursday, too, because Amory has the, the WEAC game. So I can't she can't do it. So I get to host Wednesday and Thursday next week. Oh, cool. So I'm going to bring it up one of the days. But wh- how would you create the you have to think creatively? How would you punish the Astros after a situation like this? Because the players can't directly get in trouble. I've already given my answer on sports and more when I did that playoff ban it's a simple playoff ban for how much for how long three years it depends on how have they cheated for three years there's rumors that they cheated last season yeah and so the, like th- there's that reports be, that came out yesterday that, that would be three seasons 2017 yeah. 2018 2019 yeah. three seasons at ban. least there, there's even stuff going around that they were doing stuff in 2016 with sign stealing then it would be four years so ban them for as many years as they cheated. well sign stealing in 2016 sounds like it was second baseman sign stealing which is that's technically never mind then kosher i i, I sh- i'm not saying legal but it's baseball kosher as long as it's an un, it's, <laughs> it's an, an un- unwritten okay rule right as long as they've been using that center camera using the trash cans using the wires using whatever they were using to cheat outside of the law jose altuve's tattoos <sighs> <laughs> or yeah uh, I, yeah i had to dude correa was one of my favorite players until this year. I'm telling you, there was something that was always sketchy to me about Jose Altuve. Oh, I hated it. Always. Hated there was always something sketchy with him, wasn't there? Korea? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. For some reason. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, there was. Ever since that little that little shindig at second base, there was always something. That there was, was always something. I, yeah. And, like, but yeah, a playoff ban. I think that's the, because it's, it's punishing the players without directly punishing the players. Yeah. And, unfortunately, the players could leave. And I don't, I, but I feel like there is, I feel like there's a way in the rules to playoff ban anyone on that team that cheated and without specifically saying we're punishing the players. You're punishing the roster. <laughs> yes. Here's what I think should happen. Cause then Mike fires would also get banned. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. So there, there's some loopy holes that you can kind of look through. Now there's a really interesting point. Whoa, that was a voice crack. There's some really interesting point brought up on ESPN on GetUp talking about having an independent investigation go on. Yes. The should MLB happen. should be hiring out FBI agents right they now. Shut up a long time ago. Like, yeah. And they, they've known about sign stealing this way since like 2018, they, which, which they've come out and apologized for. Manfred, go to hell. Like, give Man- me Roger Goodell in MLB. I oh, prefer it at this point. That's Manfred. how bad you are. Manfred's killing me. He's killing everybody. I think he's killing baseball slowly. Then again, this is also some really good press. Um, yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Get that <laughs> shit out of here. Uh, just for perspective, because this is bad audio entertainment. Uh, right now, Jay Billis and 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 um, and 
or Jay Jay Williams and um, Paul Pierce yeah. are on the pregame show on ESPN for tonight. They think the, the Zion Nuggets. has been more impressive in ten games than Ja has in forty nine games. Do you ja, realize how ridiculous that statement actually alone is? That's what I thought when I first heard it, and then I was looking at the number Zion's putting up. Only other person that's put up numbers like Zion's put up is Michael Jordan. I agree. There's thirty nine games left. He's not even going to – if Ja stopped playing for the rest of the season, Zion would – and he, Zion played every game for the rest of the season. And he won't because he won't be playing all the, the back-to-backs. Exactly. Then he would have the same amount of – listen, Ja is the rookie of the year. Zion is amazing, and he'll win MVPs in the future. Ja is the rookie of the year. I hate to tell you that I don't agree with you, but – It's Ja. I, the, if Zion can put up a couple 40-point games – and the because fact that here, he was here's injured. what Rachel Nichols said, and I keep bringing up ESPN, but they've got really good analysts. It's just the fact that he's injured. Here's my thing. That he was injured. You go back to Joel Embiid and Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. Joel Embiid played 39 games. Yes. Would you rather have Joel Embiid for 39 games or Malcolm Brogdon for 71? Malcolm Brogdon. And that's why he won the MVP. I'd rather and, have Joffrey. And, 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 that, and that's your opinion. And I, that's, that's the question you ask. Would you rather have... Zion for 35 games or Ja for 75? And you choose Ja. Yeah. So from that perspective, you take Ja. If he would have hit that dunk right Over there. Kevin Love. Ah. Uh, I mean, not only like, – Kevin Love <laughs> is just so disrespected in general. Would've, that would have won him the MVP. <laughs> yeah, that definitely would have anyway, won him something. Again, we got off topic. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, just Ja, he's so good. Like, he, He's amazing. Yeah. I love but him. Zion. Oh my god. I agree. And I'm a, trust me, I'm a dookie. I'm I love Zion. Okay, so Jay Williams is giving it to Jeff. Thank you. And I'm sure Paul Pierce is gonna be an idiot and give it to Zion because Paul Pierce's IQ Okay, no, he goes to Jeff. Paul I'm I'm a, I'm convinced Paul you know Pierce what? is one of the lowest IQs in NBA history. I, I agree. <laughs> I take back what my my gasping from the previous segment that they gave they still gave the rookie of the year to Jeff because that was But they're more impressed with Zion. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. And I, I thought that they were leaning into Zion might still win the MVP. Like, the, the if rookie. you pick, like, the best 10 games from each guys, you pick Zion. Like, think about it that way. I don't know. Jaws, no, it's probably still Zion. Isn't that Jaws wild, been, though? But, like, but Jaws close, though. Jaws, he, yeah. And they're, those two playing on the eastern side of the Western Conference in the same division for at least three more years is going to make for some damn good basketball. And there's a small little chance both of them can make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Because the Grizzlies are already in that eight spot. How much was Zion playing in the playoffs, though? Oh, he'd play all of it. You think so? Yes. Guaranteed. He'd be the playing 30 minutes. Yeah. Dude, his debut, which is the only Pelicans game I've watched this year. It's the only footage I've watched the, for the Pelicans. Those three-pointers. Dude, if – I get – listen, I get everything. Keep him in for – at least sit him for a minute and then Actually, put him in though, for the end of the game. I, I disagree. I think they should have taken him out. Oh, I think they should have taken him out three minutes before he hit that second three. But then put him back in at the end of the no. game. No. No. Uh, that is an investment. Basketball I is a business. Care. The game is played differently now. No. Zion. Oh, Boban, the Boban commercial. Um, but, <laughs> I yeah, no, I, I – you you take long term over short term yeah, in that case. No, that, that's a game right. that means virtually nothing. As a fan, I wanted to. Say yeah, that. everybody. Honestly, Dwayne Dwayne, who's the coach of Dwayne Casey? Is that the coach? No, in, he's in. Um, uh, uh, you're right. He's, he's in up, Detroit. He's in Detroit. Um, I I have the face I of the coach in my head. New Orleans coach was 
All like, yeah, no, I wanted to keep him in, but the staff training staff wouldn't let me. If I would have had to say, he would have been in. And you know what? I'm glad that he is going to those people that know what they're talking about. So that, that New Orleans has a good staff for that. So, yeah, that's oh. what I've got. That we're two, almost three or two hours in. We're just under two yeah, hours. We should, we're gonna cut it up here pretty soon. Here, um, apparently Josh Reddick is also receiving death threats. Someone wished cancer on his child. That's way too far. Good God, people. That's wild, man. Listen, I hate the Astros as much as the next person. Really? Leave the child child out of this. That's awful. The child literally did nothing. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm very No, no, no. No, yell. Give, Give me all of your attitude. That's awful. That person should be getting death threats. No, I just I, I worry. I don't death. No one should get death threats. No, no. I, I, no, I just don't. hit them with pitches. That that's how everything is solved. And then we get really good brawls. Yeah, I was which gonna makes say for great YouTube clips. Yeah. Because we don't have enough baseball fights. If you want, if baseball, okay. The, I'll, I'll end on this. If baseball really wants to give viewership up, give me a penalty box. Yeah. And mm. hockey fighting rules. Wouldn't mind that. Because you would say, oh, they've got cleats on. It's dangerous. Hockey, they got knives on their feet. Like, I'm game for baseball fights. Let it happen. Good for ratings. I'm going to end it out with pointing out how within a day, Mike Fires went from, I don't want MLB's extra security, quote, I can defend myself, (laughs) to the next day saying, I'm receiving death threats. I love I love sports so much. Oh god, that's so funny. Okay, we're going to stop ourselves from talking cuz we could probably still Oh yeah, no, we could go for hours, but Jesus that's why Christ. we have a podcast. Um <laughs> if you're st- I I don't know, I'll probably give an update. Three count review we recorded last week, but halfway through the recording, the software kicked out. <laughs> so oh. we only have half of a recording. That's why there was no episode. The official, actual, real episode will be dropping this week. We will actually record a new episode tomorrow. We will, it's happening for real. I promise. Ah, it's been so many issues with that. But anyway, three count review on Twitter. FRKO Podcast on Twitter. At Olson2K18. At Olson2K20 on Twitter. At Hansa McElvain. Um, Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. All the links that, in the That's the, the only one. You don't need my Instagram. You don't want that shit. Same. Um, <laughs> although three count and first round are both on Twitter as well. Or on Instagram as well. Yeah. No, Twitter, Twitter is where you want me. Twitter is where you want both. All of yeah, us. yeah. My Twitter is. I, I like to think my Twitter is pretty fun. My Twitter is amazing. Yeah. I like Chaos Twitter. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hit us up on those. Merch on Redbubble. Subscribe to the podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And don't forget to give us a five-star And let's hope the NFL changes their overtime rules. We will see you guys next disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust me on belief, so catch us going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. 
And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo